Hey everyone, today we're interviewing Ian Johnstone from Gun by Gun, and we're thrilled to talk about our partnership with his organization on organizing the first ever national gun buyback here in the United States. This buyback will be totally crowdfunded, and for every $100 donated, we're able to take one firearm off the streets of the United States. You can donate as much or as little as you want, and every single dollar goes towards purchasing a firearm, removing it from circulation, and destroying it. The gun buybacks will be held across five states in seven different cities and they will be run on the ground by law enforcement and firearm specialists. Please consider checking out Gun by Gun at gunxgun.org and donating to the first ever nationwide gun buyback in the United States. Without further ado, here's our interview with Ian. Before we talk about the National Gun Buyback, I want to start a little closer to the beginning of your organization. Can you give our listeners a little bit of background on who you are and what prompted you to start this initiative? Yeah, of course. Uh, So my background, I've I've been involved with the issue of gun violence prevention for quite a while now. Um, When I was 10 years old, my father was shot and killed during an attempted robbery, Um, and that's how I first got involved in the the issue. Um, My mother, in the years after the the shooting, became very engaged in uh, advocacy work on the the, the issue of gun violence. And, you know, I sort of grew up accompanying her. Um, You know, she she did a lot of organization, uh, she started an organization and and organized a lot of rallies and demonstrations and, you know, I, I sort of grew up in that environment of, of following the issue very closely, um, going to congressional offices and, and the White House and the state capitol buildings um, and trying to enact change through policy measures. Um, and one of the things that, you know, I think a lot of people that are, are close to this issue are, are very familiar with is um, it is enormously difficult to create change on the topic of guns um, through uh, the advocacy and political route, um, particularly at the federal level. Um, You know, there hasn't been any meaningful uh, uh, gun-related measures passed through Congress since 1995, um, which... And was that the the assault weapons ban? That's right. Yeah, the assault weapons ban. And that's actually come off the books since um, it was sunset about 10 years later. So um, assault weapons are, are able to be purchased legally now again. That's right. That's right. You know, every time there is a, a high profile shooting, there's, um, you know, the debate is sort of revived around that, you know, that topic and, and, uh, and a couple others. Um, but we've we haven't seen any uh, policy changes get through Congress. Um, and, you know, the um, kind of grown up in that environment and, and, and seeing how difficult it was, like fast forward to um, about five years ago when there was a shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary, um, that felt like a moment that really changed the national conversation on guns. It felt like there was this um, really heightened awareness about the issue. Um, it felt like that was 
an event that really kind of shook people to the core and helped them, you know, kind of connect with the issue and see that the um, the 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 damage that we're 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 inflicting upon ourselves here, and um, you know, I think there was some optimism that you know we might be able to to see some change finally in in federal gun policy, um, but you know, as we saw. Um, there was a, a bill introduced into the Senate a few months after that shooting um, that was pretty modest in, in general. It was, you know, it would require background checks on, on all gun purchases. Um, and this is something that had, um, I believe it was 91% public approval. 82% um, of gun owners were in support of it. Um, polls showed that 74% of NRA members were in support of this bill. It was like, you know, most people kind of already thought it was the law that background checks were required. Um, but it didn't even make it for a vote in the Senate. Um, and, you know, I think that really underscored how deep the disconnect is between what our, um, what people believe, you know, what, what sort of policies uh, the American public wants and um, policies that our, our, our government is enacting, our Congress is enacting. Um, and that was kind of the, the context in which we started gun by gun. Um, and the idea is, you know, basically we, we want to create this outlet uh, for people to do something about the, the problem of gun violence um, that doesn't involve the political route or the political debate, um, you know, through our campaigns, what we do is we use crowdfunding to finance gun buyback programs. Um, and these campaigns give everybody an opportunity to make a very tangible impact on the likelihood of, of gun violence happening. So essentially a donation to the campaign, every donation helps to remove another dangerous gun from circulation. Um, and so we, we started the organization kind of in the wake of, um, you know, the, the shooting at Sandy Hook and really that, that failure of the, the, the bill, the background checks bill back in, in 2013. And, um, you know, kind of had the idea, tested it out in, in San Francisco. Um, and, you know, it, it kind of it, it took off from there, and we've we've since been uh, running campaigns in new cities, and and this is a, a new initiative for us, this national gun buyback um, that we're excited to try out. Yeah, I think it could be really promising. I remember you and I first got in touch after the Las Vegas shooting, and since then, we've had a number of mass shootings all around the country, and support for common sense gun regulation is still high, but nothing can seem to be done at the federal level. We even saw our representatives fail to even introduce a bill to ban bump stocks like what was used in Las Vegas. So I am really sympathetic to your group in the initiative that you have because you bypass the political realm altogether and basically say, Congress, you're not going to act, so we the people will. Um, so can you talk a little bit about 
how many buybacks you've done already since you were started in 2013 and how many guns your organization has removed off the streets? Yeah, of course. And, and I'd, I'd also like to just uh, clarify too that, you know, I don't think, um, you know, there is no substitute for good gun policy. And, you know, nothing we do is, is meant to, to take Congress off the hook for, for taking action. Um, you know, I think our, our goal um, and the, the, the role that we play is in uh, creating this outlet where people can mobilize and have agency over the issue um, in the interim. But in the, the meantime, you know, just to be very clear, like, you know, that those policy changes need to happen. We need to enact background checks. We need to do something about bump stocks. Um, we need to do something about you know, magazine size and, you know, a military style weapons that are in the, the you know, in, in the wrong hands. Um, you know, so what we do, it, it's, it's meant to complement um, and help to catalyze, but it's, it's certainly not a, a replacement for, for gun policy. Um, but to answer your question, so we, we launched back in, in 2013. Um, to date, we've done uh, 11 gun buybacks in five different cities. Um, you know, starting off in, in San Francisco and sort of expanding from there. Um, all of our campaigns to date have been in California. We've done San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose, Santa Barbara, and most recently Los Angeles earlier this year. Awesome. And then this one that's coming up on December 16th, this is going to be the first ever coordinated gun buyback across state lines. Um, so I believe you said there are five states and seven cities all going to be coordinating gun buybacks. Um, can you just give us a sense of how, how many guns your, your target is to remove as a result of these buybacks, or what is the average amount of guns that you guys repurchase and destroy as a result of buybacks? Yeah, yeah. So it, it really does vary um, sort of location by location. Um, <clears throat> and there's a, a lot of variables that will will go into the, the, the total turnout. Um, so to be honest, this is a, a big test for us. Um, you know, it, it is, it's, it's, we're going to have gun buybacks happening in, um, as you said, five different states, seven different cities um, across the U.S., um, there, there are cities of, of, of all different sizes um, and, you know, different, different types of populations. And, and um, so we're not exactly sure what to expect. Um, uh, the other thing I'd, I'd, I'd want to add in there is um, while the, the number of guns is um, certainly important, um, the metric that we really want to optimize our efforts around is the number of homes that are gun free as a result of the the gun buyback. Um, so it's a it's a, a small distinction, but um, you know in in our eyes like that's what really will drive like the impact of um, our work and gun buybacks in general. Um, if you look at you know there there's a, a large uh, body of, of empirical data and studies that have been done that show a, a very strong correlation between the rate of gun ownership in a community or state or you know municipality. Um, so a, a really strong correlation between the rate of gun ownership and the rate of gun deaths. Um, 
it was and that described... makes total sense because right. if there are no guns it's really hard to be killed by a gun whereas if guns are extremely prevalent that likelihood increases dramatically exactly exactly and and you know the the rate of gun ownership is a better proxy for you know answering the question of how readily available are guns in a in a in a place um and i think you know the distinction is if it it would be a lot more dangerous and we'd expect to see a much higher rate of gun violence if there was you know one gun in 10 homes versus 10 guns in one home mm. so really um, so instead of focusing on um, that individual family that might own multiple guns and then they sell back one or two but still have you know a couple still in still a part of their household the metric that you try to focus on is how many households do you remove guns from entirely and there's no longer a firearm in the house is that correct exactly exactly and the the way you know what we've learned about gun buybacks over the years is um they are very effective in 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 doing that um you know the the people that are tend to to participate in these gun buybacks they're not motivated primarily by the cash um, or the gift card or the, the whatever compensation they're being provided. The primary motivation is safety, um, making their home safer, making their community safer. Um, in many cases, in, in you know one of our buybacks, you know we had some data that, that showed over 20% of people that were participating never wanted the gun in the first place. It just sort of came to be in their possession somehow. So somebody that used to live there live in the home, you know, maybe it was a, a you know, ex-boyfriend or ex-husband, you know, that the gun remained in the house, or maybe they inherited it or, or something like that. Um, and those are guns that, you know, for a lot of people, uh, they're not really sure how to get rid of it um, and how to do it safely and legally. Um, so gun buybacks, in a way, are, are providing a service to those people that make it really easy to get rid of these guns and the, you know, incentive that's provided, you know, it, it's, it's more like it, it's how you create the incentive to get people to, to move and, and prioritize it on that Saturday morning to, to come out and get rid of their gun. But it, it's not the, um, the overall driver of their participation uh, uh, for the majority of people. So that's really interesting. And, and I imagine that when people show up on those Saturday mornings to return their or to, I guess, turn in their firearms, um, you want to make sure that there are experts on the ground that are handling that. So can you talk a little bit about who you partner with on the ground to make sure that these guns are received and destroyed very safely and, and make sure that all of those things are, are kind of buttoned up? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question because that's another, it points to another like common misconception about gun buybacks. Um, you know, one of the, the things that people will sometimes say is that you end up getting guns that, you know, are old and, and not functional and, and rusted up and, and not working. Um, uh, the way um, modern gun buybacks happen um, in every city that we've been involved in is there's, they're always run by law enforcement and there are always range specialists that are participating in the gun buyback. Um, so they will inspect each gun as it's turned in um, and you know, make sure that it's operable and functioning um, and that it does actually present a you know, danger to society. 
um, and only guns that are that are functioning are then offered, uh, you know, compensated for. Um, so that's the the typical setup. You know, we always partner with law enforcement. They handle the guns. Um, all the guns are destroyed in in the gun buybacks that we work with, um, and uh, yeah, and there's range specialists that are that are on on hand that. Um, you know, know how to safely handle the, 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 the guns, inspect them, and dispose of them. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's a really important distinction to make just so that our listeners are aware that this isn't just, you know, a couple of activists getting together and saying, hey, give me your gun, I'll, I'll give you $100. These are trained specialists, like you said, and law enforcement officials um, that will receive these firearms that are turned into them. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, it, it varies sort of city by city who the other participants are. Oftentimes it's community-based organizations. Um, on this uh, upcoming uh, nationwide gun buyback, there's a number of um, uh, people from the medical world, physicians that are, that are participating um, and are, are, you know, sort of the ones that are on the ground organizing these gun buybacks. Um, and so, yeah, it, it can be a, a very... A diverse coalition of, of of groups and people that are working with law enforcement on implementing the gun buybacks. Yeah, and I can say for Millennial Politics, we are really excited to help get the word out and to help partner with your organization um, to to make this happen and to get as many people involved as possible. Um, now, I I want to take this opportunity to pivot a little bit more towards policy. Um, I know Gun by Gun is focused on empowering people, but do you personally or does the organization more broadly still engage in the larger gun control debate? Personally, I do. You know, it's, a, it's an issue that I, I care deeply about. And, and, you know, as I was saying before, I think it's, you know, all of the work we do is, you know, there, there's no replacement for, for good gun policy. Um, and I think it, it, you know, to really... Uh, address the the issue as a nation. We we need both policy and we need to you know pursue this route and, and help to to you know provide the service and, and get uh, dangerous guns that are already in circulation taken out of circulation. Um, as an organization, Gun by Gun, you know we are a a five hundred one c three. You know we don't engage in the the um, advocacy work. Um, you know, I think it's, uh, I think there's a lot of really good organizations that are, that are doing that work. Um, and, you know, our point of view is that, you know, we won't, don't want to duplicate efforts and, and we want to, you know, let them kind of, kind of do their thing. And, and, you know, we can take this route and, and focus on, um, on our approach. Um, so I think it, it's sort of, you know, our work can, can complement the work that, that they do, um, and we don't really want to duplicate it. And there's something nice as well about, um, you know, our model. I think we have an opportunity to have a much broader appeal um, because we are not involved in, in the policy. So, you know, there's our model is almost uh, libertarian in the way that it it's very market based. You know, you have like people who are are voluntarily opening up their wallets to say, "Here's some money. I want fewer guns around me," and you have people who are voluntarily saying, "I don't really want this gun. 
and, and turning it in, right? So, you know, there's elements of this model that, um, you know, can really appeal to the common sense gun owner out there, to responsible gun owners. In fact, like, if you talk to a responsible gun owner, they know better than anybody else that if somebody has a gun and they're not really sure if they want it anymore, then they probably shouldn't have it. You know, they know the responsibility that comes with gun ownership and how to do it safely. And, you know, they're the first ones to say that, um, you know, they're, this is an important model. Um, so I think it's, a, it's another reason for, um, you know, Gun by Gun as an, as an organization to um, kind of stay away from the, the policy debates and then just focus on this approach. So say, for example, um, one of the folks that you described inherits a gun, they want to sell it, they find your buyback. What sort of compensation can they expect for turning in a firearm? So it does vary city by city. Um, you know, we, we work with the law enforcement agencies on the ground and like ultimately it's, it's their event and they make the call. Um, you know, our role is to kind of provide uh, funding for it. Um, but in general, there's some principles that uh, we like to, to use for um, what sort of compensation should be provided. Um, the biggest one being that uh, it's probably going to be below market rate for uh, for the gun um, and you know that's important because you know a of course we want to make the the, the the funds that we're we're raising as efficient as possible um, and B we want to make sure we're attracting the right folks to participate in the gun buyback so that um, you know if we're providing you know, the, the goal of a gun buyback is not to provide liquidity for a, a, a gun collector, you know, so that they can like, you know, get some of their, you know, trade in some of their guns and have more cash freed up to buy more guns. Um, you know, I think by pricing the, setting the incentives at um, sort of below market rate, we're able to focus the event more on those individuals that are motivated by reasons of safety. Um, and in some of the, the states, you know, some of the, the groups that we've worked with, um, you know, we've heard from them that uh, a good percentage of the people that are turning in, the, turning in their guns, like, will refuse the money altogether, um, that they're, they're not even interested in receiving it. Um, so I think that's an important distinction that, you know, it, it is, if you're, you're looking for the best way to, if you're looking to get the most cash for your gun as, as possible, like a gun buyback is not the best place to do that. Um, a gun buyback is the best place for, you know, if you have a gun and you, you don't want it and you, you, you know, just wanted to get rid of it quickly and easily, that's what a, a gun buyback is, is best suited for. Awesome. That sounds really great. And again, you know, we are incredibly excited to be partnering with you on this. Um, I, I am going to go and, and donate to the campaign right after we record this. If anyone is listening on our end, can you explain to them how to find you, how to find your organization and how to donate to this campaign? Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's gun. Uh, the organization, we're, we're gun by gun. The URL is gunxgun.org, um, and from the homepage, you'll see 
you know, our, our nationwide gun buyback is, is right there on the, the homepage. So that's gunxgun.org. Um, all of the monies raised go directly to uh, the, the gun buybacks that are happening. Um, so we as an organization, we're entirely volunteer-based. Um, you know, there, there's no, we just pass the funds straight through. So there's no, no money going to overhead. Um, so effectively, you know, every every hundred dollars we raise, um, you know, means that there's going to be one less gun in circulation. That's awesome. That uh, it's really, really incredible work that you're doing, um, and and we really appreciate you coming on the podcast and and talking to us. Thanks again for having me. I'm you know very excited to be working with you guys on this, and uh, yeah, very excited about this this campaign. Awesome. Thanks again, Ian. And, and for folks out there listening, again, my name is Nathan Rubin. You can find me on Twitter at Nathan H. Rubin. Please consider following Millennial Politics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Millenn Politics. Subscribe to our podcast and iTunes and sign up for our newsletter on our website. And then lastly, again, go check out Gun by Gun. Um, they're at gunxgun.org and consider donating to their nationwide gun buyback campaign. Um, they're making history with the first ever nationwide gun buyback in the United States. Um, and we really want to see them be successful. So thank you for listening. Stay tuned. And uh, Ian, let's definitely have you on again sometime soon. Thanks again for having me, Nathan.